Hello and welcome to the Animation Club podcast. This is a Q&A featuring Rian Lohman. Please note that these Q&As were recorded across 2020 and 2021 during the COVID-19 pandemic. We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. Goodbye for now. Hello Animation Club and anyone else that's tuning in. Um, so it's another live Q&A online. So today I'm joined with Alessi, who's going to be co-hosting, and Noah, who's uh, left that way. Um, and then we're interviewing Rianne Lohman. Um, there we are. So a, I'm trying to think of all the titles to give you now. So animator, illustrator, your director and filmmaker. There's so many. <laughs> so many. So many labels. I think, um, I think you got it right. <laughs> Pretty much anything, anything production based. There we are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty <up>. much. <laughs> so, um, so we we uh, we you were our first Q and A guest nineteen months ago. Oh, so when has it, it really? Sort of started, yeah. Okay, it feels like it's been longer than that. Yeah, well, <laughs> nearly two years, but yeah, it's um, wow, been quite a while. Um, so we interviewed Rianne first uh, to do with animation, but since then you've done a lot more with uh, illustration as well. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let, I'll let you um, talk for a moment. I'll pass it over to you. And... Uh, whatever you want to talk about first. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So with the current animation that I was working on kind of came to an abrupt halt. Mm. Uh, but I do have some of the stuff here with me uh, to show you. Um, yeah, it, it was a very uh, big production, kind of. It was a very big undertaking, which I think is why I decided, hey, I just need to put it on the back burner for right now because <laughs> there was so much other stuff going on. But then the illustration thing just kind of, you know, came in and swooped me up and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> it's, um, well, what I could do is I can quickly show, because um, you've been doing some uh, TikTok mm-hmm. things over uh, Inktober. Hang on one yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you know... TikTok is a love-hate relationship for me. <laughs> it, I've I've had the same reaction. I can watch some stuff on it, and then I can watch things on it and think, "What is the point in?" <laughs> yeah, like, I, my algorithm is very much tailored to the creator on TikTok. So, like, I get a lot of people that make stuff, which I love so much. Yeah. But then you, every once in a while, get on that side of TikTok where you're like, "How did I get here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what? <laughs> So I'll just show a quick one or two. Uh, I'll see if it worked. A quick one or two of your um, Inktober illustrations. Uh, let's have a look. Let's just go for. Uh, I'll try and sort of turn the volume down. Oh, the grim one. <laughs> yeah, I love the um, style that you have with your illustrations. It's very. Um, I'm trying to think about words now. It's very neat, but then also sketchy at the same time because. So, with the Inktober drawings, there was really I was literally trying to get those done as quickly as possible, (laughs) and I I hate saying that, but because like you know you only have a limited amount of time, and with Inktober I was stressing (laughs) because I was like, okay, the goal is to make a video for TikTok each day of October, you know, try to get myself in front of the people, you know, to get more followers. And it it didn't really work out that way. (laughs) But with Inktober, like, I didn't put a lot of, like, time 
into them like I wanted to because with me, I have rendition after rendition after rendition of all of my illustrations until they are perfect. <laughs> and with Inktober, I'm like, I look at every single one of them and I'm like, oh my gosh, the flaws are all over them <laughs> and they're driving me crazy. But I love them at the same time because I'm like, okay, this is how I got here was with last year's Inktober and I'm like it's it's a very much an appreciation type of thing you know and it's just very quick and you know I just do what I do and mm. hope for the best <laughs> well I mean you can always take your ideas and work on them again as, as you say you do with the yeah with the which I have um so there was an Inktober drawing that I did last year um that was the girl on the swing with the tree yeah and I actually went and completely redid that one to a much deeper illustration. And I have it on a journal now. And it's just mm. everything just kind of snowballs <laughs> with ideas for me. Um, I was going to say, speaking of journals, no, yeah. I've, I've shared it and as well that you've uh, released uh, Year and Life of. And then it's, um, so it's for anyone that hasn't seen the post. So it's, uh, well, do you want to explain what it is? So it's actually a, um, a planner. It's a daily planner, but it's also like a monthly planner as well. But it's so much more than a planner. It's very much, hey, I can track my energy. I can track my mood with it. I can, you know, it's it's very much a self-reflection type of, like very much geared towards mental health because mental health is so incredibly important to me. And I'm like, you know, I want a planner that's going to take me, you know, through this whole next year and I want to see how this planner helps you know really looking inside is the way that you know everyone is going to combat any sort of mental illness that they have you know and that's just that's what I was trying to do and tracking that through the year is incredibly important especially for me <laughs> so that's what I was like yeah. I like that it's a balance of kind of practical and like tracking your like mental health and things like that because I was having a look through it and noticed that it was like I really liked the kind of personal touches like the energy tracking yes. through things like monthly budgets and and things yes. like that sometimes it's difficult to find a balance between that because sometimes they're just really serious like here's budgets and numbers yes. and like that so it's it's nice to kind of have them in and also with I've never seen a planner that has like the artistic doodly type of style to it because I'm like I feel like you, you're handed this thing and it's like it doesn't feel like a planner mm. I didn't want it to necessarily feel like a planner I wanted it to feel like you know it's a tool that you're going to use on a daily basis and you're going to want to use it because it's fun <laughs> do you have any questions would you like to ask any of your questions Stephanie? uh yeah how did you find out that animation was the right career for you I don't necessarily think that like it's like I've kind of went away from animation as like a career. It's more of like a thing that I just really love to do. And like illustration is where like my career lies. But animation is very much like I do that just for the sole purpose of doing it without ever thinking about making money off of it. You know, cuz like for me that's like where I kind of had to take a step back at one point because I was like, okay, I'm trying to make this a career, but at the same time, it's taking the love out of it for me, trying mm -hmm. to make money with it. And sometimes that is the, what, what happens whenever you do and try to turn a hobby into a career, you know? So I was like, I, I just want to do this for the strict love of it 
versus, you know, trying to make it, you know, into this big studio and all of this, which would be wonderful to have, you know, anyways, but at the same time, it's like, I want to do animation for the love of it. And, you know, I really don't look at it as a career option. It's more of, I just do it because I like it. <laughs> I suppose you can always mix things up. I mean, with your illustrations as well, I think would make some really great animations as well. Yes, uh, I have actually been thinking about that a lot. <laughs> because every time I'm sitting in there doing an animate or not an animation, an illustration, I'm like, you know, this would make a wonderful animation. Because, you know, I have stories that haven't been released yet that are attached to these illustrations. Yeah. That's coming down the road at some point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because there's so many ideas. There's just so many ideas. <laughs> and it's all you know, intertwined, so. Would you have any other questions you want to yeah. ask? Yeah. yeah. So kind of linking towards that, um, do all your illustrations have, like, a story behind them? Uh, most of them do, yes. Um, yeah. Like, I, I I like writing as well, but I don't like writing, like, long format stuff. I do more short story type stuff, which is perfect. So, like, with all of my illustrations, they actually have a story attached to them, which hopefully down the road I will be able to release a book that actually has all of them in it. That's kind of the goal <laughs> at some point here within the next, like, couple years. Uh, on your I've Got an Inkling page, mm -hmm. um, there's three sort of books at the top. Are they? Oh, actually, you know, I have a couple of those with me. Because um, I didn't know if they were the stories or journals or. No, these are journals. Yeah. I actually haven't. First look, I haven't even released this one yet. Um, this is actually a bullet journal. It has little dots in it. Which are so incredibly popular right now. Um, actually, all of these are bullet journals. <laughs> I don't have the other ones with me. I actually take that back. I do have the one that I use on a daily basis. It's this one. This actually has the lines in it. But yeah, that's what those are on my cover my cover photo. So then they led up to the creation of this uh, super super duper journal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually funny because. <laughs> yes it's, it's a it's a you know it's one of those things if you had it in your bag or something like that you could probably hurt someone that's trying to you know attack you or something because it's just it's huge it's a big boy um yeah so it's funny because i literally took almost every ounce of illustrations and doodles that i had already and put them into this thing and i'm like okay now i need you know like everything like i mean literally everything in that planner was handmade and hand-drawn by me even the font <laughs> is hand-drawn like i literally went and made a font <laughs> specifically for this and uh, i just i love it so much but yeah it was it it was a very very deep process so you know you use photoshop right yeah yeah okay so imagine each one of those pages in the planner is an individual photoshop document so yeah, yeah. It, was, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was a lot. <laughs> it was about 500 pages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, Me and my crazy ideas. <laughs> well, we look forward to the next one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have plans for about three or four different planners that are going to come out next year. Fantastic. So, yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> 
Um, with the animation that had to go on a hold, is there any plans for when that is going to come back to life, or is that as, like, as a... I know realistically, like the sets are almost done for it, mm. but it's about the space because for yeah. some reason I decided, hey, I'm going to make this set bigger than I have space to animate. <laughs> And that was a very big mistake on my part. So until I find someone that's willing to like lend me their garage for three months, <laughs> then um, yeah, that's going to be put on hold until then. Um, mostly just because it's such a big, extensive, it's a very extensive set. And the animation itself is all one big shot. Mm. It's going to be like a three minute long shot. So uh -huh. you figure the stop animation aspect of that is going to be just, I don't even know. I don't even know if I have it in me, <laughs> to be completely honest. But it's going to happen at some point. Um, I actually have a little girl here with me. And so her hair um, is actually has wire in the hair. Ah, right. So that I can like actually move her hair the way that I want to in certain I didn't actually think about that until I started plugging her hair into her head. So I'm going to have, and she has a little uh, wire sticking out the side of her and um, her little legs that move and all that. And she has little pins in the bottom of her feet too, because she's going to be walking on like a styrofoam base. And then I actually, I got something really cool. My husband ordered this for me. He, he ordered me one of these uh, Cinespark Ooh. rigs. Yeah. And this thing has been so helpful because, okay, so my father-in-law is really funny. He came up to me and he's like, hey, I have this idea. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> his ideas are always crazy. But uh, he has this little, like, magnet box. Okay. It has, like, a little, like, magnet under here. And it, like, drops it, like, up and down. And then I had it on a plate. And then I was, like, you know, attaching wires out of there and, trying mm. to make that work for the rigging and stuff because rigging a puppet is the hardest thing. It's seriously the hardest thing. That's one of the things that is like, you know, <laughs> that I found out whenever we did the um the Easter animation that we did with Buster the Bunny. Rigging him was so difficult. But mostly because like in post we had to go and take out the rigging afterwards. Sorry, sorry. Hey, I recognize that noise. <laughs> I, was, I was lining it up ready, but... Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's... Uh, the rigging him was... It, it was okay because, like, I could hide the rigging for the most part, but it's still, like, in post, we had to go and edit a lot of them out. So, like, thankfully, again, my husband, being the video editor that he is, like, he literally just made it all happen. I'm so grateful for him. He's, like, literally the the brains and the mind behind all of the lighting and all the video editing and stuff, because without him, it wouldn't have been, a been able to happen <laughs> at all. It's a lot of that kind of thing. You have to think about, uh, sorry, you have to think about a lot of that kind of thing more than you'd think when it comes to animating, don't you, with the lighting and, and yes. like you say, rigging to make sure that you can remove it. And, yeah. Um, Which is so difficult sometimes, especially if it gets in the way of the set and all that. Yeah. I mean, which is what we had an issue with, but yeah. it worked out. Well, um, I was going to say, 
to spoil the surprise, <laughs> um, I can um, I'll, I'll show the uh, the animation, the Buster. Okay. If I can make sure the volume's not blowing our minds. Um, <laughs> right there we go. Here we go. That was your Easter animation with Buster the Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm just sitting here looking at it, and that was actually um, the one animation where we had the most help, because we had the girl who actually made the puppet for us, mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal. She did such a good job on it. And then we had Trent and Rachel that helped animate and, you know, other stuff. And then Dustin, who, you know, edited the whole thing together for us. I mean, it was just that was a that was a lot of help. It was very different from uh, the Halloween animation I did, the Oshit one, which is yes. my favorite animation of all time, by the way. Yes. I gotta admit, I was, uh, I was, I was gonna that, that one was literally just me, <laughs> and um, Dustin helped edit with like the rigging, rig removal and stuff. But other than that, it was mostly me, <laughs> all of it. And that was whenever I realized that aluminum tape is literally your best friend. Oh, it was so great. I'm like, oh, I could do so much stuff with this. <laughs> That's good. So what did you use? So the, the uh, lumen tape, did you use that for, what did you use that for? Here? Okay, so um, if you look at the go- the ghost, um, I actually wish that I had it in here with me. Uh, the ghost, like the sheet has aluminum tape underneath it so okay. that it can move. And it has that little bit of wave to him whenever he's moving. And then also at the end, whenever his sheet comes off, that aluminum tape literally keeps all the fabric in place. Mm. It like so that I can take the shot. That's really good at it because I've I've used tin foil in the past and stuck Never that to it. But yeah, yeah. I'll definitely use some of that. It, it is super <laughs> sticky, which mm. is so helpful. Um, but you get like the big two two inch wide you know, roll, and you could literally use it for anything. Fantastic. Fabric-related, dude, it's like the best thing ever. <laughs> I will I will definitely make a note of that. Um, what inspires your animations? Okay, so me and my husband have this game that we like to play um, in the car when we're driving anywhere. It's how crazy of a story can we come up with that just sparks something? And what is we talking about crazy? idea and it's like oh and then we just run with it and he actually had an idea for an illustration that i'm going to be doing here really soon because it's just amazing <laughs> and i'm like how did how did we come up with this stuff it's it's literally just me and my husband just you know, brainstorming we just feed off of ideas and feed off of each other there's something that we've got that we've used in the animation club and it's been quite good for some ideas is um i've nicknamed it a monster maker hang on oh Oh no! Oh yeah. So it's um, so it's just a box at the moment that just says Monster Maker on it. Yeah. Um, and that is just, it's, it's quite a good exercise for anyone really. Um, it's just loads of scraps of paper with various animal yeah. creatures, objects, and and descriptive words and stuff. And then you just pick out two or three random ones and then mm-hmm. see what you can create from that. And right. Um, yeah, there's some crazy ones. We had I had spiky cheese truck the other day. <laughs> I remember getting colorless wrap. Oh yeah, yeah, colorless wrap. I oh, think I got. Here. I got. Oh, here we are. 
uh, a platypus rhino clown. Oh, I love that. So you can oh, create uh, That's chunky, so funny. Chunky baby alien. <laughs> um, I love that. But I don't, those I mean, are, I don't those are pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had some the other day. I can't remember where I put them, but they... Um, they started to feed together, so there was a there was a rat with a robot arm, and then there was a super potato, and then there was the spiky cheese truck, and it started to almost form characters for a story, which is a quite a was quite a good idea, I thought. For a, that's great. That's a wooden donut. Oh, wooden donut, yeah, wooden donut. See, um, so there's like um, there's apps that you can get, like a that do that does like prompts and stuff. Like a prompt generator, which yeah. I have still to this day not been able to find one that I really, really like. Because <laughs> I'm constantly, you know, trying to come up with, you know, ideas, something that's going to spark, you know. Well, that, but, I'd, I'd recommend doing something like that. Just yeah. and then you add into the pot various right. words. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, Noah's just found them for me. So there we are. We've got the colorful super potato. Wow. And a rat with a robot arm and a shell on its back. Those are actually really cute. <laughs> and it's then, really uh, well done. Sp uh, spiky cheese truck is there. <laughs> so I, I love it. that. Oh, so, so like That's awesome. You can really make like a story out of this. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to see if um, you had yours in here. That's not yours, is it? I think That's mine was in my sketchbook. I haven't uh, got it with me though. Is that? That's, That's yours. Uh, so no, no, it did a giant. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. that's so great. You, can, you can get like anything um yeah any ideas out of that and that's always been quite fun to it well and what about you sam like okay so like every time i seen you upload uh an inktober i was like wait what because you're really good what where did that go sam you need to upload more illustrations i'm just saying i think i do i, I it's time more than anything <laughs> we did uh one that was even more time consuming than Inktober was um, uh, one of the animation club Fiona had created um, Animorgust. So creating an animation every day. Yes. So, and I think I did five days in a row and then I, I ran out of um, steam. For <laughs> so, um, I'm definitely going to try to do that next year because it yeah. looks like so much fun. Oh, it's brilliant. It like, just... you know, because <laughs> I've always... I, and especially with getting into like the hand-drawn animation type thing, you know, it just looks like so much fun. Granted, I know it takes time, which everything does, every good thing does, <laughs> but it looked like so much fun. It was fun, oh, yeah. yeah. And it was nice that not having that pressure to have to do every single day as well, because it was nice just seeing what everyone had kind of done and seeing. Right. I only joined in for like a couple of the days, but it was really nice just seeing like we had kind of like posts on our page being like okay day so and so post your your thingy here and, and, and seeing everyone's work was just really nice and everybody did a really great job mm. like every, i loved everybody's things like they did really really great with it i was gonna say inktober would be a good thing for have you joined in with inktober before I, now i remember i did like one day of it which is like thunder or something yeah. but i haven't really done it like as a series no no It'd be worth maybe next year trying to give that one yeah. a because your um, Alessi's illustrations are fantastic and um, mm -hmm. and and your animation as well because um, Alessi's been doing a bit more two D. Oh, that's awesome! Um, but yeah, that's great. Yeah. Of, of characters, I don't think we've got any of your artwork to show, have we? Or have you got anything with you? Uh, 
I haven't got anything. Just, just so we can uh, embarrass you with how good you are. puppet things, you know, like on the wire. Oh the yeah. So um, I don't know where they are. But, oh okay. Uh, but we we tried um, wire puppets. Um, I've got this isn't one of Alessi's, but it's another attempt along the same lines of a, a wire armature puppet. That's that really one. cool. Does the mouth move and stuff? It does. Yeah. It's um. Well, it's, it's sort of in process. I sort of. Yeah. That's it. There we go. There we are. We can um, That's awesome. Alessi will shine. Now, here's some of Alessi's. Uh... Aww. Those are cool. Thank you. So, I yeah. Like so, do you want to say about the, the character? or? Yeah. Yeah. So, the That's... ghost character, he's called yes. <laughs> And we're like kind of working on an animation for right. him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like come from the past, and then he like past, yeah. yeah, and he goes into the future, but he can only interact with things from his era. So yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So he can only he's a ghost from the past, but he can only act uh, interact with things from his generation before he died. Yeah. So, so are yeah. you gonna do like a um are you gonna do like a 2D like digital animation or are you gonna do like what she just had up there with the hinged animation? I'm not sure yet. That is one of the puppets that was originally being made, or, wasn't it? Yeah, one, but, yeah. Um, I know I did try and make a puppet of them. Yeah. Maybe maybe a bit of yeah, both. So yeah. Both. But your 2D stuff was fantastic that you did the transition project as well so yeah. that was another project that less has been involved in and and done the animation sport so yeah and the voice acting and the voice acting of course you've uh I love <laughs> well because like we haven't done any um like actual like voice acting in any of our mm. animations um it's all just music over <laughs> and you know it's it's so much easier to do it with music, honestly, because like you have to do like all the mouth matching and all that stuff, which I want to get into at some point. But it's just you know one of those down the road things. <laughs> it's definitely satisfying when you give uh, lip syncing a go. With um, uh, a good thing to practice with is there's a, a website called the Eleven Second Club, and mm -hmm. you can every month they release eleven seconds of audio from a film, and you have to animate along to that. And oh, you don't have cool. to enter, yeah, you don't have to enter, enter the competition. You can just download the audio, get the uh, script for it, and then and animate along with it in your own time, which I've been trying to encourage people to do as a practice for lip syncing, and it works pretty well. Right. So, uh, yeah, too much, but... There's so many like apps out now for animation. It's just crazy. Any other questions? Yeah. Um, what's your like biggest illustration you've done? Uh, the octopus. I actually have a print of it right here behind me, which is amazing, by the way, because I'm really going to be getting into the printmaking here really soon. Oh, fantastic. That's, wow, that's amazing. I like that. Uh, it took me about 40 hours wow. to illustrate most. Okay. So remember how I was talking about those renditions earlier? Yeah. Um, I actually, so... <clears throat> Oh gosh, I hope I don't knock everything off my desk here. I have this binder and hold on, let me see if I can find it in here. 
because I have all of these. Um, I just went and done a bunch of pictures yesterday, so it's probably lost all of the day off here. But so this was actually like the final rendition before I did all of that. Like it literally takes like so many. <laughs> and that's, I have more in my sketchbook too. But like it just takes so much for me because I'm a perfectionist and I can't really help that. <laughs> um, just to do anything. And it took me forever to do that one. But it, 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 it was worth it. Mm. It was Would so you, worth it. I loved it so much. It's, um, something that I've I've tried to get people to stop doing in the animation club is to try and keep any pictures you're not happy with. Um, is it important you you'd say uh, even as a perfectionist for final piece? Is it important to keep the things you have done? For me, incredibly important because for me, okay, I, okay, so I kind of go through this like thing that happens at the end of all of my illustrations where I'm like wow I can't believe that came out of me mm. I can't believe I did that because you don't really know that it's in you until you do it yeah. and then you go and you look back on all of the work that you, you took and put into it and you're like it wasn't perfect at that stage but it is now and it's so important to look back on that especially like if I went and looked back at like my old drawings from like you know, 20 years ago, I would probably like shake my head all over that. But it's important to see where you were. It's so incredibly important for that. Because, you know, it's like you see your process and you see how much you've grown from that. It's so important. I have so many drawings that no one will ever see. <laughs> ever. <laughs> They're for me only. <laughs> No, it's, it's good. I, as you say, it's it's important to see your own progression because uh, I, I know that a lot of people are, are guilty of drawing something, not liking it, and either scribbling it out, ripping it out of the sketchbook, or leaving it behind for for me to stick in the recycling. That would be me. No, well, you, you're a lot. Um, I've noticed a big difference in how yeah. you approach things now, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. You do seem to have a sketchbook of your ideas yeah. progressing, which is, which is awesome. Well, remember um, when I had that issue with drawing a pumpkin? Oh, yes. I still have that. Ah. And it's so incredibly important to use that as a reminder to myself that says, hey, you know, if I just keep doing it and keep working it and keep working it, it's going to look the way that I need to. And yeah. it did. And that's why, like, I, ha I still have it in my sketchbook. I never threw it away because I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep that as, I mean, like, all little things like that, you know, because, like, you don't know that you have it in you until you do it. And then whenever you do, you look back on that and you're like, hey, I did it. And I'm proud of myself for that. Well, I'll just remind anyone that's watching, feel free to ask some questions. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anyone in the chat right now. <laughs> no, not in the chat no. at the moment, no. Um, but yeah, um, feel free to ask questions and we'll get to them when when they pop up. Um, have you got any more on your sheet? Or have we... uh, I think we've gone through. We've gone through them all, no problem. Have you got any questions, Noah? Um, yeah, so what was the process like actually kind of turning your like uh illustrations into that those billet journals and things like that like and getting them printed like what was that kind of process like um it's actually a lot easier than you would think i make it look a lot harder than it actually is and unintentionally <laughs> um but amazon actually has 
uh, Amazon direct publishing. So I literally just go and upload my files and they publish everything for me. So I just get royalties off of the books. So basically I go and I download the template, this, um, there's a website that I go to that where you can get a template for, okay, it's to ask how many pages do you want and all of that. And it gives you a template for the design. And then that way, you know, the sizing and the bleed sizing and all of that. And I just go and make all my designs based out of that. And then I upload them directly into my Amazon account. So and it makes it really, really easy because I don't have to worry about shipping or any of that. I literally just get royalties off of the books, which is amazing. <laughs> Eventually, I will have my own shop where I'm, you know, publishing myself and all of that. But that's down the road. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to even get all of that up and going. So, but yeah, it, it is a, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's a great first step, though, anyway, as you say, it's, it's to go from um, the bullet journals and then now the big thick journal. And being, I mean, yeah, it's amazing how much is yeah. out there. It, there's there's so much that goes into it like with the marketing side of stuff has been just driving me crazy because like i cannot post fast enough like everyone is just grabbing for attention and content and i'm like i don't have content to give you because i'm in the middle of drawing and <laughs> working on my next masterpiece i can't give you all of my attention <laughs> i think it's always like quality over quantity mm, yeah yes it, it, yeah, I, I am slowly starting to learn that because, you know, like with, you know, playing to the algorithms of stuff is just never fun because every, I hate algorithms with a passion to just be completely honest. It's like, if you're not posting at least once a day on everything, like no one's going to see you. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I break through that? You know what I mean? I, and it's so hard. It's so hard. And we got a we got a question in the comments. Do you want to read it out? Yeah. It's, it's from Steve. How do you keep yourself motivated if you're finding a project difficult? I actually seen a video on this recently. Um, I can't remember who it was, and I've seen like a thousand different videos on motivation and how to stay motivated and all that because it is it is difficult to stay motivated. The one thing that I can say is that. The second you stop, okay, and you start losing that motivation, just work. It doesn't even matter what you're doing or what you do. You just, you know, whatever project you want to work on, even if it's something small that takes like 10 minutes to do, just work. That's how I keep the motivation because I find that the second that I just decide, hey, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to stop, that's the second that I lose all motivation. And it's just like, it's very hard to come back from that. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep working. Uh, that's a, that is good advice because I do feel a similar thing there. Is I, I can, I, I, it's sort of if if you do sort of hit a break and sometimes it's a bit hard to get back. It's incredibly difficult. Um, like, like for me, I have like severe chronic fatigue. So it like me taking a break is like a week of me just sitting on the couch binging Netflix unfortunately. <laughs> so that's why for me, I actually schedule time off, even though I'm not technically like working for someone, I will schedule days off that I'm like, okay, these are the days where I can go and I can relax and take some time off without feeling guilty. 
so that whenever I do go back to, you know, doing my work and stuff, I'm like, hey, you know, I needed that time off, obviously, but I also scheduled that time off. So I'm not feeling guilty about taking time off because that's what loses my motivation is like, oh, I lost an entire day yesterday because I was just exhausted. And it's like, nope, I needed that time off. So and you just get right back into the swing of things. And sometimes just picking up the pencil and sitting there at your desk, you know, that, which is what I do. If I, if I am like at a loss and I feel like, Oh, I'm just going down the rabbit hole and, you know, just really need, you know, a break. I will just sit at my desk with my pen in my hand and I'll just look at my paper and I'm like, okay, it doesn't even matter what goes on this paper. Just mm. do something. And that usually just breaks me out of that, you know, breaks me out of my own head. <laughs> Definitely. I think for me, it's the same. It's like the, the actual hardest part of the whole process is just that little bit that's just getting started. Cause it's like, you, you put it off for like so long and then you're just like, as soon as I find that I do actually get the kind of motivation to get started, it's like, I'm off. Like, I'm, yes. I'm, we're doing oh. it kind of thing. So it's, it's just that little thing where if, as you say, if you just sit there with your pen in your hand, you're just like, I'm going to do something with this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's one of those things like, once you like get past that little hump, that's what I call it. It's just like a little hump at the beginning that seems like a mountain at the time. But then once you do it, it's like, oh, okay. And then you get into flow state, which, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just like the best thing in the world. And it's like, and then, you know, four hours has went by and you're like, wait, that was just five minutes worth of time. <laughs> I love I it. I find that usually happens at the worst possible times for me. It'll be like in the evening, it's like, oh, I'm tired and I just want to relax. I'll just do one. And then like, yeah. Inspiration. Inspiration. Hits, and you're like, yeah, but now I'm trying to sleep and I can't. <laughs> See, so that's, that's the thing where having kids comes into play because, you know, you had your kids time. And with school and daycare and all of that, you're like, okay, I need to schedule my time around, you know, my kids. So I can't stay up until four in the morning like I'd like to. For me, I get most of my inspiration at night. And that's whenever I always feel this burst of energy where I'm like, okay, let's do something. It's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> It just doesn't work. <laughs> What's uh, your favorite sketch that you've done in your sketchbook? It's actually probably the one that I'm working on. Um, and see, yeah, here, here's one that hasn't ever been shown. I haven't got that in, but oh, and here, <laughs> here was the first octopus rendition. <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah that was as far as that went okay so let me just say something okay this vase okay the bottle that the octopus was actually in took me like seven hours to do because my perfectionism i was like okay all of these have to be measured out correctly and no it was awful um i don't even know what it's probably the one that I'm working on right now. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. This is a this is a new illustration I'm working on as of right now. Sneaky. It's actually gonna yeah. It, I'm really excited because <laughs> it oh okay so uh, I wish I could share a TikTok on here but I don't know how and I don't even know how I where it is anyways. Uh, so there's this new program for like digital artists and stuff like that where it does you know what parallaxing is. Yep. Okay. 
So it's a program where you can literally like zoom into your illustrations and you can put them in layers and like uh, you can look around and it's parallaxing and it looks like you're in the illustration. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do that. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing with that. Hopefully uh, at some point. Um, yeah. But it's going to be it's underwater. It's going to be an underwater theme. In the, the you can see the top of the water like as you're like looking from underneath it and the, it's going to be made of puzzle pieces yeah. and some of the puzzle pieces are going to be like floating in the water and it's going to be like a like an old like diver guy in the water it's going to be it's just all sorts of craziness going on in this one illustration <laughs> sounds really interesting though yeah yeah i'm so excited parallax thing and um, club because it's yeah it does yeah. amazing it's um I love it. Like it's seriously such a, a good effect to use for so many things. Well, we've we've recently just um, Noah Noah's been doing some workshops on creating parallaxes um, mm -hmm. with the animation club and and some of the workshops we've been doing. And I think mm -hmm. we did come across that video of the one we're using. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. I, I loved it. I like literally showed everybody I knew. I was like, I'm gonna do this because <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get that going definitely. <laughs> oh, I actually have the um, the set with me for mm -hmm. the big animation that stopped. So oh, yeah. I have, I built a house. Oh, fantastic. With the door and all that stuff. And it has a side, it has a side door that is completely janked up right now. But I also made a coffee house and the coffee cup is actually detached right now. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but the trees... <laughs> Okay, we always talk about trees. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just a thing. But these trees are very, like, Tim Burton-y style trees. And, uh... Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I like that. Like, it's actually, like, wool-wrapped wire. Yeah. That I found randomly, like, at Michael's one day or something. And, uh... And then, of course, my mountain that you probably seen that was built out of spray foam. Uh, I can't wait to get back to, into that animation, honestly. But I just know I don't have the space for it at the moment. <laughs> you have to come over here and use the stage. And uh, Dude, if, I, if we could, like, <laughs> spin, if we could do that, you know, that whole, like, teleporting device, you know, yeah. you know that would be great. <laughs> you yeah. know? If someone could just, you know, invent that already, that would be just wonderful. <laughs> Super yeah, handy. the one thing we need right now. Oh, yes. I know, right? Oh, um, right, what time are we on? We are on about 10 to, so we've got 10 minutes left. Um, I'll just remind anyone if there's any more questions. Um, has anyone else got any questions here? Don't worry if you haven't. <laughs> I was trying to think of some myself. But, um, so we're... While people are thinking of questions, um, you mentioned earlier, um, before we started, um, that you've been working on a film with your with your husband. Oh yes, yes. You've been doing um, a bit. Of, so, so illustration to filmmaking now. Yeah, well, so I'm always kind of like, you know, behind the scenes with, um, like my husband. He's a filmmaker, so he does a lot of short films, and he recently did this one called Fifty Cent Psychic. And it's just such a cute little animation and not animation, film. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm so like on trying to get my brain to go into one direction. <laughs> and so I helped him with like the sets for this. And 
it, it was just it was really really cool i can't wait to show all of you guys because but he has he can't release it yet because he has it um up for another film festival right now and they're like super strict about stuff like that like you can't have released the video before it's entered into this i'm like why like let's show off the work you know but they want people to come to the film festivals and see them <laughs> it's like uh there's actually um oh down here in columbus we actually have a theater here called Yes Cinema, and they have a, a weekend-long film festival every year. And me, Dustin, always tries to enter something in. Well, at one point, I'm going to try to enter animation into this film festival because it would just be so freaking awesome. <laughs> I've been trying to convince them into doing like just the animation segment for the film festival, but they have like a short segment, you know? And there's a couple of years ago that there was actually like a 2D animation in it and it went over really well, I think, but it is what it is. <laughs> I really well, want to get that in there at some point. <laughs> well, then um, talking about animation festivals, we're looking at creating one here in the summer. Yeah. Uh, oh. with, uh, with the... That would be so great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure if you entered anything, it will, it will get through. <laughs> right. we'll, be right. it, so. well, so, well, so you're going to be doing it like through tape. Yeah, so we're going to oh, try yeah, and take great. maybe a weekend or a week and do do it as a mixture of a sort of Comic-Con animation con. Yeah. Oh. That's the plan in the summer next year, hopefully. Well, so. I'm going to have to save back money so that I can fly out there <laughs> because yeah. that would be amazing. Fantastic. I would love that so much. That would be awesome. And even if you don't, we're going to be having – we can – invite you for a Q&A on the massive yeah. screen okay. um, and then because uh, we, we also I've spoke to uh, Randy Boyum about it uh, yeah. so we did a Q&A with him quite recently as well so um oh yeah that'd be awesome you can enter something into the film festival and do a Q&A about it right you know you've had some like really great people on your Q&As I'm just like so excited for you like honestly I really hope that one of these days we can get Nick Park in here Yes, that would be fantastic. I've spoke like that would just be like that would be the <laughs> ultimate goal <laughs> because he's just so awesome. He the closest we've got, got we've had Jim Parkin, who is the senior model maker. Uh, yes. I chat with him quite often. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Merlin, who is their head of what did I? Oh, he's the creative director at Artman. Um, oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, and the voice of Morph as well at the moment. Um, okay, so you are on your way, Sam. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be very hard to get hold of because you, you go through PA, but we, we will get there. We will get there. You <laughs> know, I, I think I think it's going to happen. It, I think it's going to happen, to be I've completely messaged, honest. Like, I've messaged uh, Peter Lord, uh, uh -huh. one of the founders of Ardman, so hopefully he'll get in touch with me soon. That would be <laughs> awesome as well. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, they seem so genuinely nice over there. Yeah. And, you know, I do think that, like, if they were given the opportunity to do something like this, I think that they would be all over it, honestly, just because that's just, you know, yeah. seems like the kind of people that they are. Oh, did you know? Okay, so they actually have a um, a new film coming out on Netflix this month. Is it the Robin? Um, no. I'm trying to think which one now. Like, it's, it's the one that, like, they're literally releasing it on Netflix. Okay. I can't remember what the name of it is though, but it looks so cute. <laughs> I can't uh, wait to see it. On the island called Robin Robin, which is like needle felted, I think. I'm not sure. Um I wonder if it's another one. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't think it's that one. 
no, I could be not. wrong. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> but uh... sorry, I, 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 that, <laughs> automatically that was not there. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I know that I had seen it um, come across my Facebook feed at some point where they're like, "Hey, Arden is releasing this new movie on Netflix," and I'm like, "Okay, that's awesome." And it's not like it's like literally direct to Netflix, so. Which I find odd, but at the same time, you know, theater sales are down, so <laughs> still. I can't find anything other than Robin Robin at the moment, but I'll have to, I'll have to investigate to see. But yeah. That's, but yeah, um, I'm super excited. Uh, yeah. Well, they are doing Chicken Run 2. Um, they are yes. oh, that's uh, going to be so great. But, you know, like, I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, the whole Chicken Run set got completely demolished mm. in the fire that they had. Like, so all of those sets are gone. Yeah. And so they had to go and completely rebuild those sets from scratch. But, you know, it's hard telling, like, if they are going to rebuild those sets from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind yeah. of sets are they going to make, you know? Like, I'm yeah. I'm super excited for that, honestly. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Because that was a favorite growing up. What I always loved about Ardman films with the, I mean, it's I don't know if it's a bit different now from what I've seen, not to put it down, but with the original ones, uh, the wrong trousers and um, and chicken run because there was a limited amount of characters in the big set. It always gave me like a weird feeling of like I wish I was there where there's these massive scenery. Uh, like this, the a good example of it is in Chicken Run when he's uh, riding the little tricycle along yeah. and he's going down the road and you've just got these country roads mm-hmm. and it's just uh, such an amazing feeling of thinking I want to be stood right there. Yeah. <laughs> No, I totally, totally understand that. Because, like, especially with, like, the old Ardman stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. And, like, I I don't want to diss on CGI, honestly, because, like, it seriously comes such a long way. But there are some times whenever they just use it too much. Yeah. And you can tell. And it takes away that, like, that characteristic, you know, of, you know, like, the old Wallace and Gromit movies. Mm. Like they feel so real <laughs> you know i mean they had you know now it's like everything is done in cgi especially over at Leica. they you know they use cgi in like 80 percent of their shots and stuff and it's like well actually like, isn't, that, isn't that the point of doing the pop motion is to make the sets and make it look real and yeah. i understand well, doing like backgrounds and all that stuff but at the same time it's like okay if you have the budget and the money to do it why not yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, the, um, I uh, did a Q and A with Justin Ra- Rash. I think his name is Rash. Rash, um, and he worked at Leica, and and I don't know if he still does. I think he occasionally does. Um, but he was saying uh, in the similar way, which is a lot of Leica stuff. They are trying to, although some of it is still stop motion, they are trying to make things look a bit too CG. So it's starting to come away from. That's that's why um, Missing Link, I don't think, went the way that they wanted it to. It was, like, literally the lowest box office movie that they had. And I have the DVD sitting in my cabinet right now, and I literally could only make it through half of the movie without, like, I had to stop. I I, I could not take it anymore. (laughs) I I know that sounds bad, because I wanted to like the movie so much. Because it's it's like us, you know, it's like they're the same people that make Coraline. They how could they, you know what I mean? But I really do feel like they dropped the ball on that one, to be completely yeah. honest. 
I think it's the the more they tried to do, they got away from that. The like you say, the feeling of real realistic. Yeah. Well, if you go and look at behind the scenes stuff, yeah. like you don't even realize how much green screen they're actually using. Yeah. Like until you go and look at the behind the scenes stuff, it's like okay, yeah, that's why it felt that way because you know none of the stuff that I'm looking at is even really there. I've just realized that we're coming up to five o'clock now. Um, okay. As I say, is is getting darker outside here now and um, so uh, yeah so thank you very much for uh, does anyone have any more things they want to say before we come to an end uh, any more questions or anything no, questions. it was nice it's meeting really you nice, yeah, yeah. yeah it was very nice meeting all of you seriously you guys have been great well yeah thank you very much for speaking to us again and and it's really nice to hear what you've been getting up to and, and, and... any other time you want me on just let me know okay definitely <laughs> We'll and uh, definitely let you know about the uh, animation festival we're hoping to do. And for anyone that's watching still, uh, remember <laughs> this. We'll 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 like plug this a bit. The uh, you're in the life. You're um, plugging my both there, Sam. I appreciate that. <laughs> right, thank you very much, and um, we'll see everyone. Oh, we got another thank you in there in the comments. Um, so yeah, I forgot so, uh, the comments for some reason. I don't know why. No, I'm not sure. We, we've only had a couple. We've had the, we've got a thank you, and we had the uh, the question from Steve, who is in the other room. Um, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so uh, for anyone that's watching, next week we will be back on uh, no Q and A next week, but we're going to start trying to be online again from next week onwards to do little workshops online as well. Uh, for anyone that can't make it in and, and things, and yeah, we'll have, hopefully have some more Q and As soon. If not, we'll have plenty next year. So. Thank you again for uh, to Rihanna and thank you for Alessi for doing a fantastic You're job welcome. of being co-host and thank you Noah. Well. You all did wonderful. Yes. Thank you very much. All right, I will click us off uh, offline and broadcast. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to this Q and A podcast. We would like to thank Rian Lohman for speaking to us and the Animation Club for their hard work. We hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Goodbye.